0: I am Chris Rex, and for the last 10 years, I have been traveling up and down the roads as an independent professional wrestler. I have had the opportunity to train, work with, and share locker rooms with some of the best who ever stepped foot inside of the squared circle my co-host is alex alcazaz aka the bear of texas born outside of Lyon, france he moved to texas at the age of four and his love of sports has led him to become a sports journalist with eight years under his belt together we mix my knowledge and experience as a professional wrestler with his research and raw journalism to bring you an educated and unique view of professional wrestling this is wrestling with a bear Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestling with a Bear. I am one of your hosts, Chris Rex, alongside the bear man of Texas himself,
1: Alex Alcazar. And how are you doing today? Chris, I'm doing pretty good. And let me assure you that I do solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Just like his shirt says, which is available
0: on our What a Maneuver store at whatamaneuver.net. We have our Lucha Bear logo and the Bear Man's first shirt under Wrestling with a Bear. So go check that out. Today we've got quite a bit of wrestling news for you guys. And we're going to start it off with PWG, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla's announcement that they are returning on Sunday, August 1st. They announced it in a tweet at 9 p.m. on June 10th, and the tweet said, kept you waiting, huh? PWG returns on Sunday, August 1st. That's all the tweet says. No lineup,
1: no card, no announcements other than that. What do you think it is, this, Bear Man? Well, I really believe they're going to give the world of wrestling a surprise. I mean, 15 months, Chris. 15 months since their last event. That event was headlined
0: by Jeff Cobb, versus bandito for the pwg world championship now with the return of pwg it's got me thinking excalibur who is currently one of the commentators in all elite wrestling was one of the owners of pro wrestling gorilla does excalibur have involvement in this and if so do we see a cross promotion with aew
1: and pro wrestling gorilla you know I would not be surprised if AEW has a bit of involvement in this show. If Excalibur is a huge name with PWG, well, then I am 100% convinced that he will be part of the show, and I would love for him to do commentary on that show because he's very good at that. I really enjoy Excalibur's work on the on the commentary table. A lot of talent that is seen in AEW
0: has been previously seen in Pro Wrestling Gorilla. So who knows what's in store. I'm excited for the return of Pro Wrestling Gorilla and I hope all of you are too. Our next piece of news we have comes from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter and according to them, SummerSlam will come with a curfew. Yes, the biggest party of the summer may have a curfew this year. Do to the Manny Pacquiao Errol Spence Jr. boxing match, which is also set to take place in Las Vegas that night. So what they're doing is they're making fans be able to attend the Manny Pacquiao fight as well as SummerSlam. Now, SummerSlam usually begins with a kickoff show at 7 p.m. followed by the main event show at 8 p.m. And it's speculated that the Pacquiao Spence fight wouldn't begin until nearly midnight. So SummerSlam would have to definitely end at or before 11 p.m. in order for fans to attend the Pacquiao fight. I mean,
1: imagine that, Chris. Two major events, the same night in the same city. How often do you see that, dude?
0: And the fact that WWE is even willing to have a curfew due to another event, that's something they really haven't ever
1: gave two shits about. I mean, really, I mean, let alone have SummerSlam be in Las Vegas, of all places.
0: Yeah, right? So, I mean, I think it's interesting that they're they're willing to uh, cut the pay-per-view short for another pay-per-view event. But I guess they don't see it as competition because they're not professional wrestling, it's boxing. And Bearman, speaking of WWE news, what happened this week on NXT? The one and only Samoa Joe, he is back. That's right, the Samoan Submission Machine made his return to WWE after being released in April. He returned on NXT. Joe returned to the black and gold brand in stunning fashion Tuesday night, interrupting NXT champion Karrion Cross and William Regal. Cross was ridiculing the NXT general manager until he was confronted by Samoa Joe. While the former NXT Champion said he couldn't accept Regal's offer to take over his duties as General Manager, he was happy to offer his services in a different way, as an assistant who isn't afraid to get his hands dirty. We didn't have to wait long to see how hands-on Joe would be in this new capacity, as an unruly melee broke out backstage between Kyle O'Reilly and former best friend Adam Cole. Joe locked in the coquina clutch on Adam Cole, putting him to sleep. Needless to say. Joe's shocking return to his old stomping grounds lit up the WWE and NXT universe.
1: Well, certainly exciting. And so far, what's excited me is that Samoa Joe looks really good. He doesn't seem to be suffering any ill effects. He looks better than ever, if you want my honest opinion.
0: Well, there were reports that he has been at the Performance Center since being released. So he's definitely been training. And the fact that they brought him back, that, that was a real shocker to me. Um, I'm sure it was a shocker to the wrestling fans around the world because everyone thought for sure he was going to go to AEW, and he just flipped the script on him. And I like how he's being brought in, not as just in like an authority figure, but someone that'll get hands-on,
1: which leads the possibility
0: of having matches in NXT. Mm
1: -hmm. And that would certainly be huge because his matches in NXT were amazing. According
0: to PW Insider, they're reporting that there's been some talk on the inside of WWE that Alistair Black was cut prematurely and that they are pushing the company to bring him back. Now, this is just rumor. Again, this is reported by PW Insider, but it, it did seem like a premature releasing, as he, we talked about on our last episode, that he was just re
1: Definitely was. And I was really blindsided when he was, when he was released. I mean, I think the entire wrestling universe was. And according to Sportskeeda, Triple H was really unhappy about the release of Aleister Black. So that tells me Triple H must have pushed management. We need to bring this guy back. Well, that certainly doesn't leave
0: out the possibility of him returning, as we just seen the return of Samoa Joe after being released. And I hope Aleister Black is seen on WWE television again. But Tommy End, a.k.a. Alistair Black's first appearance outside of WWE will be the big event in New York. It's a yearly event, a big convention and autograph signing. He will be there on behalf of Rack Attack Promotions, which they only have 16 presale tickets left for the meet and greet, which will take place from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday, November 13th at LaGuardia Airport Marriott in East Elmhurst, New York. That's uh, kind of around my old stomping grounds there in New York City. This is pretty interesting. We get the rumor of him coming back, and then we get news of his first post-WWE appearance in November. So, I mean, that's a pretty, pretty large
1: gap. Pretty is a large gap. And this dude really does have a bright future in wrestling. He's very popular.
0: You know who else has been pretty popular this week? Adam Scher, a.k.a. Braun Strowman. There were some rumors going around that uh, some independent promoters had contacted him and his booking fee was in the five-figure range and it kind of blew up on the internet. Well, Braun Strowman himself had debunked those rumors. According to his official Twitter account, he said, on June 10th at 5.01 PM, let me just get this FYI out. I have not spoken to anyone about bookings, but if you want to talk business, the email to my agent is in my bio. Thanks for any confusion you may be reading online. So uh, the man himself pretty much said he hasn't talking to anybody about bookings, which can also, I guess we could debunk those AEW rumors that have been swirling the last couple of days. Because if the man himself he hasn't reached, says he hasn't reached out or nobody's reached out to him about bookings, I'm sure that includes AEW.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, that includes anything related to business, related to wrestling.
0: This week, we have actually two wrestlers that have announced their retirement. Leo Rush, who we had the opportunity to see in Tampa, Florida during WrestleMania weekend, on June 10th announced his retirement. He had posted it on his Instagram and said, Before I head to my procedure today, I wanted to share something. I'm content with what I've accomplished in my wrestling career. I'm happy that I made the decision that I've made. This wasn't an easy one, but it was the right one. I started this wrestling journey at 17 years old, and I sacrificed everything that I had to put me in the position that I am currently in today. To me, this is my second chance to be the father that I've always wanted to be, and the husband that I've always wanted to be. I've been through a lot in my life, a lot of unseen and a lot unheard. I have a story, a unique story, and I hope to tell it one day at the right place, at the right time, and in the right setting. I love you guys and I will miss you guys so much. Thank you for everything that you've done for me and my family. Hashtag wrestling.
1: It really affected me, Chris. And you know how? Because when we saw Leo Rush in Florida, I told him that I am rooting for the guy, and he, he appreciated that. So when I saw this, it got me a bit because I love the guy. He's a, he's a hell of a talent. It's been a blessing to watch, to watch him.
0: He is definitely an amazing talent, and he had just recently debuted for AEW at the Double or Nothing as the Joker card. So this really comes, again, as a shock, as most of the news we've received this month. Uh, it comes as a total shock, and I wish Leo Rush, Lionel Green the best in whatever his endeavors are in the future and the best for him and his family. Now, another wrestler that retired is ACH, who was formerly known in NXT as Jordan Miles. He went online and he said, uh, he kept it pretty, pretty short in his Instagram post. No need for the dramatic or emotional wordplay. As of today, I will officially step away from professional wrestling. Thank you all for the support and love. And this is the second time ACH has announced his retirement. And um again, this comes as a shock. It was kind of out of nowhere, but again, all the best to both of these men in their future endeavors. And I don't mean that in a joking WWE way. Uh, you know, uh, I truly mean that from the bottom of my heart, as someone who's sacrificed a lot to be in the ring. I know what it what it's like for them and the mental drain that it puts on them and what it must put on their families so for them to finally feel like they're at peace with something i'm happy for them
1: amen to that brother amen to that
0: that's all of the news we have for our audience today and uh something that i wanted to talk about is not a rumor it's not news it's more of a discussion that i've had with fellow professional wrestlers and those in the wrestling community and it's about marijuana Changing WWE's wellness policy and removing marijuana from their list of banned substances. Now, before we get into this, I'm just going to take a hit off my pipe. <laughs> podcasting is not free between domain names website hosting rss feeds and distribution in order for us to keep this show free for our listeners we need advertisers and sponsors so we're gonna take a quick break to pay some of those bills and we'll be right back with more wrestling with a bear Wrestling with a Bear is proudly sponsored by Dream Controller, custom controllers and accessories for your Xbox and PlayStation consoles. Dream Controller offers more custom designs than any other company in the market, but that isn't the only thing they offer. They also have the ability to mod their controllers so that you can dominate the competition. The Dream Controller team will work around the clock six days a week to ensure you receive your order as quickly as possible. So level up your gaming experience and visit dreamcontroller.com. It's well known that I am a stoner. I am pro marijuana. When I started smoking, I was 15 years old and really I, I smoked to get high. That's still the reason why I do it. But over time, as you meet people who are in the marijuana industry and you meet people who are advocates for marijuana and you start seeing the medicinal uses of marijuana and what it can do. Um, I started looking into that. Now I wouldn't say I'm one of those diehard, I'm gonna go out there and march or anything. Maybe that's what I should do. I should do my part. But, you know, I'm 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 a laid back stoner, you know, I don't I don't like conflict. <laughs> but um I've noticed it's definitely made me a lot calmer as a person. Um I was always a hyper person. Marijuana definitely mellowed me out and As a pain reliever, it's the first thing I look look to uh, after a match. I'm not really for, you know, prescription pills and things like that. I mean, I recreationally, or should I say um, illegally used uh, like Vicodin's Percocets, you know, just for getting high. I know where that route leads you. Marijuana has always been that thing where it's like I could smoke it after a match and, you know, I feel good. You know, Uh, I'm not going to say it relieves all my pain, you're still gonna feel it. But it helps soothe the pain. It helps put me in a better mental state. Now you, I know, Bear Man, you don't partake in the smoking of marijuana. <laughs> I know you don't. Um, you've seen me eat the, the weed brownies and uh, smoking with Jeremy in Florida. <laughs> but um, what I always wanna know an outsider's point of view on, on marijuana. What, what is your point of view on marijuana from a recreational and a medicinal use?
1: Well, for the recreational use, if it does not do any pain or any bad to nobody, then it's really no problem, you know. And I've been thinking about Rob Van Dam because Rob Van Dam, as we know, is a strong advocate for this sort of stuff, because he believes it's a athletic answer. I'm sure there's more to it, but you know, like, but as far as I'm concerned, if it's for these things like to relieve pain, to relieve depression, as you know, a lot of people would claim, because I've spoken to many, too many advocates. If it really does good and it helps a lot, then I really don't see the problem because then again, there's the choice. I don't have to deal with it. But as far as the parting, when it goes out of control, there may be a problem. But as far as I'm concerned, because I'm not associated with anything, anything I say could very well be a theory. But I hope I am. I hope I am answering your question.
0: Well, just like any other drug, it, it affects people differently. Now I'm not saying everybody should go out there and light a joint it it it, it it's that's if that's not your stick, if that's not your thing, you know that's that's you don't knock those who do though you know um, and I'm not saying you were knocking, I'm just letting those out there who are against marijuana you know don't don't knock it man um, because there are medicinal purposes like you were saying, um there are children out there who are prone to seizures um they have a d h d or like, like you know, me like me. Not necessarily the uh, THC, but the CBD helps them, you know and and in their situations. Um, I know it helps with cancer patients. I've known a, a few people who have had cancer that the marijuana has helped them. Wouldn't you be all for that as a doctor, as a physician? like shouldn't shouldn't we be looking for the cures rather than saying, okay, it's it, because the the federal government labels it as a drug. And that's really what it comes down to is the federal government labels it as this uh, this harmful drug right up there with cocaine. L- literally, it's it's up there with cocaine, which is ridiculous because I've been on cocaine and I've been on marijuana. I can tell you cocaine is a lot more dangerous than marijuana.
1: See, see I'm, and I'm glad you brought that up because, look. I'm going to be let me be see again the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I know nothing about marijuana, so I can't insult or criticize people who use it. I mean, it would make me look stupid. I know nothing about it. And yet here I am insulting somebody for something they do in their personal life. It's none of my business, quite frankly. But like you said, yes, if it if it does good. Then, then there's no problem. Then what's there to think about? But, but, but that—that's the question. Like, why do people? Th- why are people really not, you know, considering marijuana to be as dangerous as cocaine? I I don't understand it. It's
0: honestly, if you want my honest opinion on wh- why marijuana has not been legalized federally yet, it brings people together. I will tell you, hundred percent. Most of my friends, I've met through either smoking weed or wrestling or both. A <laughs> majority is both, and. It just happens to be this thing that it just brings people together. You can be the most awkward, shy, uh, you know, have anxiety. I was that kid that uh, socially awkward. It was hard for me to start conversations with people. I didn't know how to interact around people. And then when I started smoking marijuana and seeing people smoke marijuana and most of the conversation started with, hey, you smoke? And, and next thing you know, now I'm in a conversation. Now I'm part of a clique. Now I'm part of a group. Now I'm part of, now I have friends. And it definitely brings people together. I say, if the world, if the world leaders just sat down and smoked one fat, large joint, I mean, large for, large enough for all the world leaders to get, get a hit on there. All right. And they just sat down and had a conversation. All of them around a the table, siphoning a joint or blunt, whatever they prefer, I, I'm sure they would see that they have more in common with each other than they thought. And that's the same thing for, peop- for, for us citizens. Uh, if, if you sat two people down who have never seen eye to eye, had problems with each other, you sit them down with a joint and let them just talk. No, nothing, you know, about their hatred for each other, but let them talk about their life experiences. And they, I'm guaranteed by the, by the end of that joint, they'll, they'll find a friend in each other. It happened with me. When I was backyard wrestling, there was this kid Winky. We kind of like hated each other. One random day, I think it was like before my high school graduation. Yeah, it was my high school graduation party. And I'm walking down to the venue because the venue was right by his house. And he's like, oh, I'm about to go ahead to the to your party. I was like, oh, you should have let me know. Like, I had to take a head count or whatever. I was like, whatever. Just come through. He was like, hold on. We sat there and smoked a joint in his room. I showed up late to my own graduation party. But we, we smoked a joint in his room. And I was like, what issue did I have with this? Like, we have so much in common. Like, I was just going based off of an outside perception of not really getting to know just what I see and hear. And we all say say and do crazy shit sometimes, you know? So I was just going based off of that. And I'm like, this dude's cool as fuck, man. Hell yeah, come to my graduation party. Come chill out, hell yeah. Like, so it definitely brings people together. And um, the main topic though, is WWE's um, treatment of marijuana. And that the fact that lately they've been very open with um, talking about marijuana, Uh, thank you RVD. (laughs) we're talking about marijuana and mentioning it on air and i mean i feel the next step is to take it off that list of banned substances on the wellness policy because right now um i believe it's a $3,500 fine if they if they're caught uh smoking marijuana um or having marijuana in their system but um I won't throw any names out because, you know, I don't like throwing heat on on people that I know. But if uh if they pay the fine, like up front, you know, they're good. You know, if they pay the thirty five hundred, they're okay, whatever. I'm I'm gonna smoke, so here, here's the thirty five hundred, just fuck fuck off, don't bother me, you know. Now and, and a lot of people do that. Um I feel the next step is to like why keep it on this list if you're you're openly talking about it and wrestlers are being open on social media about it and they're obviously using it and they're paying the fine and it's like okay here I guarantee they won't do that with cocaine where if they <laughs> where you're like here I'm gonna give you five thousand dollars I'm just gonna do a shitload of cocaine don't bother me uh no that's that would be a big no no you know so obviously they're more lenient with marijuana already, why not just remove it from the
1: list? Do you think it should be removed from the list? If it's not a big problem, then sure, why not? I mean, now that they're openly talking about it, and if it's positive, then yeah. And I have done some research, because I I have so much respect for RVD, and and I respect how he's the advocate, so I want to learn from him about about this, and from you, of course. And you know, he's been, like you said,
0: he's been a big advocate for it for years. And I've been like watching a lot of his posts on social media and reading a lot of articles and videos where he talks about the positives from intaking uh, marijuana and cannabis, not necessarily smoking, because there are other there are other methods of intaking cannabis. You know they have bro, they have lotions and creams and they have edibles and uh, it's it's all, all it's like a whole new world and. It's crazy. But, um, like I said, this whole discussion was, you know, to talk about WWE's uh, treatment of marijuana on on the wellness policy. And like I said, enough of their wrestlers, enough of their talent does it, do it. They're speaking openly about it. I mean, hell, Rob Van Dam gave Vince McMahon rolling papers on air. Right? <laughs> it doesn't get more blatant than that. Uh, I'm all for it. From your opinion, I would say you're all for it. I want to know the audience's opinion. We don't get too many uh, fan interaction, audience interaction here, and I want to start getting that interaction. Let us know your opinions. Do you think WWE should remove marijuana from their banned list of substances on the wellness policy? If you do, provide us with a reason or don't provide us with a reason. Either way, let us know your thoughts. We do this show for you, so we would love your input. With that said, I'm
1: going to let Bear Man close out the show. Ladies and gentlemen, are you looking for me on Twitter? Well, find me at Bearman of Texas. Just TX, don't spell it out. Follow me. DM's open. Got any questions for me? Please let me know. I will answer. And you can find me on all social media
0: platforms at Rex Wrestles. That's at R E X W R E S T L E S. Rex Wrestles on all social media platforms. And uh, you never know, I could be coming to your town as I am now taking bookings back in the professional wrestling ring. Bear Man, where can they find
1: Wrestling With a Bear? You can find Wrestling With a Bear on all social media platforms at rest with a bear, W-R-E-S with a bear. You can also visit restwithabear.com where you'll find this podcast along with my blog, No Claws Bar. Subscribe to us on Spotify and also Pain Train Pipe Productions on Spreaker.
0: Once again, thanks to each and every one of you for listening and getting us to 10,000 listens. From the bottom of my heart and on behalf of the Bear Man of Texas, we love each and every one of you. Thank you. Please be excellent to each other and keep supporting professional wrestling.